right, let's do it. Let's there we go. It. And five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin on stage. She. That chick angel. Welcome to another podcast episode. Smash that like button. Smash that notification button. Get the Kevin on stage studios app. Don't wait till the challenge show returns. Bye now. Uh, okay. Hello, church announcements. Very much quickly, get the Kevin on stage studios app. Yes. Don't wait for the challenge show show to come back. Get it now. Mm-hmm. Melissa's show, the uh, love, love on stage. Love on stage. Love on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love on stage debuts this Friday. Destination everywhere currently airing. Keep your distance. Season two, where the sets are just the comedian, uh, also now airing. If you want to see us on the East Coast, you're going to have to go to the Baltimore show. We're in New York tomorrow, or well, I guess today, mm-hmm. as this airs. Tonight, both shows sold out. Philly, Thursday, both shows sold out. New Brunswick, New Jersey, all shows sold out. Washington, D.C., which is in October, also sold out. So you East Coast people, your option is Baltimore, Maryland. Come on through. In August, and your last chance is in Raleigh in December. That's God, it. dang, that's it? Where the heck are we in the middle? We in Ohio we did, for we, we, eternity. We did every comedy club in Ohio. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how close that is to you or far, but we done did all the other ones. New York, um, Boston, Virginia. This is your last chance, East Coast people. Okay. All right. It is the Olympics. Okay. Olympics. And the sprinting, specifically the 100-meter dash, mm-hmm. for as long as I can remember, Usually goes to an American or Jamaican. That's right. Okay, so last couple of Olympics, it was Usain Bolt, Asafa Powell, Tyson Gay in the running, Justin Gatlin. You know, I went to school with Tyson Gay. Come on. Did you? You know, Tyson was he was he was good for a long time. Yeah, we ran track together in high school or uh, college. High school. You went to high school with Tyson Gay. I went to high school with Tyson Gay. Wow, he was fast then, probably, huh? Yes, he was, and I was slow then. <laughs> That's why I went to the field events. But go ahead, we talking about Lamont. But this year, the 100-meter dash champion gold, 9.8, is a black Italian man named Lamont Marcel Jacobs. Mm -hmm. Lamont. Lamont. Joshua. Lamont. That's a strong name. That is the quintessential black name. Uh huh. Okay, so while we were flying home, I was like, man, they said Italian dude won the hundred. I was like, what? Italian? It was like, and he's black. I was like, dope. And his name's Lamont. I was like, okay, now hold on. (laughs) Lamont. Lamont. So, first thing I'm thinking, got to be military. Mm -hmm. Had to be a dad in the service. It was. (laughs) Always black father. He was born in El Paso, Texas. Oh, so he ain't born- American. No, he ain't. He what? spent one month. Well, that's enough. In we'll El claim Paso, him. we'll still take it. <laughs> oh no, he's definitely American citizen. But he spent one month in El Paso, and then his mom and dad broke up, and yeah. he moved to Italy. And I thought to myself, a black Lamont named a I mean, black Lamont in Italy. That's yes, fire. he was the only person with that name. Oh yeah. He was the in the only, whole country, the whole Italy. <laughs> he was the only Lamont in the phone book. Yeah, you want Lamont, you know who it is, right? That's right. That's like an Italian girl named Keisha. I'm it's, talking about he. He's Italian. He was like, I don't even speak good English. Like I grew up in Italy. Um, I'm Italian. I was like an Italian Lamont. He come here 
panties is dropping. Oh, bald beard? <laughs> bald beard. It, it, it tatted up and can run good and be speaking in a different language. I can run good. You know that Italian, it's one of the romantic, romantic languages. Right, that's what I'm saying. He could be ordering at McDonald's and she's going to be like, oh my God, you love me so much. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> I do. <laughs> He's ordering a McFlurry, and you didn't had children in your mind with him. Oh, you gonna McFlurry this Gucci? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. I was trying to think of uh, blacker names than Lamont, right? And I thought about Jerome, but white people be named Jerome. What? Hey. Jerry Seinfeld's name is Jerome. No. Yes. That is that can't Look be. Look it up. His name is His Gerald. His name is Jerome no. Seinfeld. No, there's no way. Look it up. Google I it. If I'm lying, I'm lying. I'm going to Google. I'm Jerry not. Seinfeld's name is Jerome. There's, there's Jerome in the house. <laughs> right. That's Jerome like the in the house. Watch your mouth. That, that boy named Jerome Seinfeld. What about Tyrone? <laughs> it's not pronounced that way. It's Jerome. <laughs> Jerome 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 his parents are Jerome Senior that that's there's no way first of all his dad's name is Kale Man it's K-A-L-M-A-N but both the A's have an accent on it and his mom's name is Betty Betty Elizabeth is Jerome a Jewish name usually let me see the let's see origin Somebody in the Patreon said, even if it's correct, I don't believe it. Right. <laughs> Jerome. I told y'all. It's Greek, which means it's black. <laughs> Jerome is Greek? Yeah. It uh it's the masculine form of the name is Greek. It means um sacred name. Mm. Oh, somebody in the Patreon said Lamont is French. Yeah, well, all the La stuff, Lakeisha, Lamont, that has uh French influence. Really? Yeah. When did the black people appropriate French culture? We be everywhere. That's what people be forgetting. They be thinking we only got places after, during slavery. No. We were all over the place prior to being kidnapped. Very, <laughs> we very were all, all over I the place. I didn't know Lamont was... Uh, it's a French... The Luz have French in native, native origins. Really? Uh-huh. I never met no white Lamont, though. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm saying that is how we. Oh, just, oh, mm, oh, God. You know what I'm saying? Mix Black it folks in. love a love. Yes, we love a, love is a part of it. Love is, is a, part a of we all of us. love a love. I-S-H-A, mm-hmm. uh, we love an Isha, mm. Keisha, Tanisha, Misha, we Aisha, love, Risha. We love names ending in us and we love names ending in A's. Charday, Lene, mm. Renee. Mm-hmm. There, there was a time in the '90s where if you were born, your middle name was going to have a A sound. My in it. sister's middle name is Shantae. Yes, it was With a the, thing. The Beyonce thing, right? What oh, the accent. Yeah. Oh, stunk, stunk. My name is Kevin Allen. I don't wow. believe that. It's Kevin Denise Jerome in Allen, my head. Kevin Allen, comedians. Allen, huh? There we go. Uh-huh. Allen the- Parsons Project. Yeah, somebody saying Renee. Oh, is name, Rhonda full name is LaRonda Lene. Yes. Blocked you La, up, Rhonda. La, LaRonda? I love it. LaRonda Lene. That's a good name. That's why I love my middle name, Lakita. It's super duper black. Yes. In my opinion, which I love black stuff. Um, and, and it represents like how we put our names together, like yeah. how we just grab different sounds that we like. 
and throw them together. It don't got to have, like we either a lot of times do biblical. Oh, yeah, we'll go Bible. Or we'll do an actor or or like figure, public figure that we appreciate. Denzel. You know? Yeah, Our we'll, boy DZ is named after Denzel uh, I believe it. Washington. Fully. Fully. Or wow. we just say, what sounds real good when I say it together? My, my brother's middle name completely made up, Montrese. My mom That's was like, That's that strong. is a good name. Wait a minute, whose middle name is that? My brother. Jason Montrese. Montrese. Well, wow. <laughs> my dad was well. selfish. Joshua yeah. Robert? I love it. Your dad named himself. Robert, ain't it? Mm. What's his middle name? He don't have one. Robert Gonzalez here. I ain't got time for middle. Of Mexicans don't have middle names. Really? It's because oh. they have the surname of their uh, yeah, mom. It'd just be too many names at that point. But I thought the Latinx usually be having two middle names. It's just not the Mexican no, Latinx. I think it's the surname of their the, mom. Of the uh, a lot of them were doing their own things. Doing like, their own things. I don't know why that made me do that. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> Jalen Rose, NBA player. When he was born, I don't think there was any Jalens. Mm-hmm. And now it is such a common name. That's what somebody just said as you were saying it. J- really? She said her son's name is Jalen after Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. You can, all you mixed black boys, light skin, white mom, black dad, yes. all you Jalens, you can thank Jalen Rose. He was light skinned. Their moms was like. That's the one. That was a name that really popped in the two, early 2000s. Yes. Jalen, Jaden. Uh, Jalen and Jaden had a run. Oh my gosh! Jalen and Jaden had a my, uh, my homegirl Lakita. Her son's name is Jaden. You have a friend named Lakita? Yeah, remember when she was at the party? We just call her Kita though. I did not know La was supposed to be at the first of her, her name. Is Kita? Well, uh, Kita Burns. Friends. Kita's mom uh, makes his fried thighs. That's right, Bev. Yeah, I know who Kita is. I just didn't know La was there yeah, at the beginning. Lakita. Mm. Well, come on then. That's one of my oldest friends. That's a. Uh, the benefit of being 38, do you have friends that you've known since you were 16? Mm. And Kita is one of them. She's great. I oh, that's one of your oldest friends at six oh, wow. to 16 is where it starts? I have friends from the second grade. Well, that's the military. When you grow up military, that's one of the things you sacrifice is friends for life. I have some friends from El Paso, just one. Uh, ben, but when you move around every three years, that, I prior, mean, prior I, to social media, you don't have them. Well, I moved around every year, too. People thought we were military. No, I'm dead serious. I, I from K to twelve, I went to twelve different schools. People like, did you really? Yes, twelve what? schools in twelve years. Twelve. I thought I had the record for three high schools in four were years. Were they all like fairly local to each other, or were they just all over the place? Um, so we went from Baltimore to North Carolina to Kentucky. So once we hit Kentucky, we were popping around. In there in Kentucky, so Louisville, Lexington, Georgetown, back to Lexington. So I was a little all over the place. Oh wow! But that because I could tell what type of ride we were on, I started really holding on pen pals. I'm a I, I'm not gonna be here long. Give me your address, and oh, then you was writing letters. Yes. Oh, I didn't have time for all that. I need. When we was moving in the military, we didn't know who was going where and all that stuff. You just be like, all right, they got orders. Bye. I'll never <laughs> see you again. Literally. Why somebody said was y'all running? No, we were not. <laughs> we I think we ran y'all once. Poor? Though, actually, poor people be having to move. My mother was a contractor, as far as in she's it's been an independent contractor. So when mm. an assignment was up, she go where the job is. She go where the m- money is, and she was like, "And y'all coming? Well, I mean, where the money reside? Where, where the, the money? money <laughs> we'd be like, okay, well, it was good to know you. Yeah, we're gone." It wasn't until we got to, I don't know, we're off topic. We'll go back. I apologize. It wasn't until we were moving from Louisville to Lexington that my, so my two older sisters were already out of the house. They're grown and gone. So it was me and Melissa. 
My sister Melissa was, I think, the president of her school uh, class. And my mother was like, we're moving to Lexington. My sister was like, I'm not doing it. Really? <laughs> it's like, I can't. You, we can't. I can't do it. So she stayed. She lived with some white folk. What? Mm-hmm. She lived with some white folk. Her last what, what? senior year, her junior and senior year, or just a senior year? No way. It was this old white family, the Waltons. Hopefully they're still alive. At least they you love was, that show. Yeah, they were some John nice Wahites. <laughs> they had a whole like apartment above their garage. Mm. And Melissa was able to stay there. It was not, uh, not far from her school. And we would see her on the weekends. That's she was one like, of the I'm main reasons I stayed in Washington for 13 years. I was so doggone tired of moving. Me and Melissa were together. My parents were, my dad was getting uh, orders to uh, Spain. Mm-hmm. And it was a hardship tour. So my mom was going back to El Paso. And I was like, I am not going back to El Paso. Right. I will just die. <laughs> I cannot live there. It is the worst. We're going to stay in my grandma's trailer. It's going to be hot. Just no. I don't want to. So we stayed in Washington. Or I was actually in college. And I was like, uh. I don't want to transfer and go to UTEP. You were in college and you thought you would have to move with your parents? Well, my parents were moving. Oh, yeah, but. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh. um, I was just like 19, though. I wasn't really ready to be like, dorm on your own and on your own, on your own, were different on your own. Mm. So I had to get an apartment and be yeah. by myself. It was cold. When I got to college, last child, my mother moved to a no. She moved to Baltimore. She hadn't moved to Alaska yet. She left me in Kentucky. She was like, "You good? Really? There you go." I was grown. Let me grown. tell you what. I thought having my own apartment was cool until I had it. Uh, I was like, "Man, this is gonna be great." Man, when them bills start coming to you, oh my god, I was like Kevin Frederick, every one of them, too. Said, they they didn't even let you get in good at all. I would, but boy, that excitement died. I'm gonna tell you the thing that really messed me up. Right, right? ain't even the bills. When I had to buy seasoning oh. and condiments, I was like, "Why is salt four dollars?" He's like, "This makes no sense." Y'all, I'm like, "Y'all are tripping." Yeah, I was like, "Seasoning is." Nature season 348? <laughs> what the heck am I? I don't... Huh. That heat bill. I remember we didn't know what we were doing. My best friend, we lived in the uh, income-based housing. And that we got our first electricity bill. We were like, oh, okay, so we're going to be having candlelight dinners. So in the winter, she would turn the heat off. Yep. We would come home. It felt like a refrigerator, not realizing it was costing us more to then reheat. Yep. The whole house. We didn't Angel, know what we were doing. We had the same thing. I turned my heat off in the winter. <laughs> I just was like, I come home from class. By the time I get home, it's four o'clock. And I would be like, I ain't got, I just got to be up six more hours. Oh. I would go to bed. I would put two socks on, uh, uh, two sweatpants on. Yeah. I'd have a shirt like this, a hoodie on, and a beanie. <laughs> and I would get in that bed. And I promise you, I would be in one spot. I'd be like, do not move, because the moment you move, it's going to be cold on either side. And I did that the f- until me and Melissa got married. And now look at you. We're going into hotel rooms purposefully and trying to make it feel like what you did when you were in your apartment <laughs> with no electricity. I mean, with no heat on. Look at it. Full I circle. St- I stopped buying Jordans. I stopped buying Air Force Ones. Oh, I Once, $90. Sh- this is when I would go on the PX, and they'd be like 90 bucks, but they wouldn't be the best Jordans. They would just be Jordan be like, huh, PX. <laughs> Love Jordan. And I'm like, bro, $90, <laughs> you know how much I can eat for that? What? How many groceries I can buy? My best friend's boyfriend would come over and eat food from my refrigerator. Let me tell you, one to fight somebody, bruh. He ate you some of this jelly. 
Jelly? <laughs> yes. You was tracking jelly? Jelly. Because I bought some. I bought some nice jelly. Some apple jelly from a farmer's market. And I was like, oh, okay. You see, what we're not going to do is you're not going to come in here using my $5 jelly. <laughs> Jelly's hard to track. No, I could track it. I can track it. I remember being so broke just getting baby food. Just being like, it's like 30 cents. It's got all the nutrients that I need. And I need to lose weight anyways. I'm a little thick. By the grace of God, Melissa's parents were still living in Washington. Between them and her not eating all her food, I survived. If I didn't have both of those things. Because on the weekends, I would go. I'd be at her house. Mm -hmm. Either her house or my boy aunt's house. And let them feed me for the weekend. Oh, yeah, I love you guys, man. I want to go to your my apartment. Oh, no, nah, man, yeah. it's boring there. Is this normal or have we normalized it? Because I'm like, we're laughing at this brokenness. I think Is this it's right? normal for people like us. I don't think every, I know everybody don't struggle like that. So that's why I'm like, have we just decided to make this pain go away? Like, should we talk to a therapist on we talk space or talk something? To a therapist on talk space for because this. I just know that there are certain things that if we really had a professional help us talk through, we would find different habits that we have that are not healthy and different traumas that we've went through that we have rationalized that we really need to, to really dig deeper into so that we are able to really get to where we want in life. Now, listen, needing help doesn't mean something is wrong with you. It means you are human. Mm. Okay? And with Talkspace, they make it easy to match you with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions, all from the comfort of your device. Mm -hmm. And you can start messaging your therapist the same day yeah. you sign up, oh, which yeah. is beautiful. And let me tell you. Tell me, Angel. Uh, with therapy, sometimes you need individual therapy. Sometimes you need couples therapy. As you all know, me and Marcus just started working together and communicating is not always been our strongest suit. But you know who's about to help us with that? Therapists oh, from Talkspace because they offer not only individual therapy, but couples therapy in addition to medication prescription services. Set goals with your therapist and they can help make sure you are really progressing. Thousands of licensed therapists are available to you um, for you to match. Talkspace therapists are experts in dozens of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more, to help you start feeling better. Now, let me tell you, when you are at the point of deciding, I want to take the step and get therapy, the beautiful thing about Talkspace is that you don't have to then wait a month or two to be able to get in with somebody to start your sessions. Cause you be getting sad by that time and you want to cancel. Yes. And you, and like uh, for a lot of people, it takes a really, it takes a lot to even get to the place of saying, I want to use therapy to see if it helps me. Yes. So then you don't, you can't have all this time in between because then you might talk yourself out of it. Yes. Talk space is like, don't worry about it. You go ahead and sign up. We're going to get somebody matched with you same day. We're going to be like, hello, how are you? Can we help? Huh? We heard you were looking for us. <laughs> this is what we want you to do. Start feeling better with a single message. Match with your licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code CREW. CREW. That's $100 off when you use the code CREW. That is K-R-E-W at Talkspace.com. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you. I want to, before we move on, I do want to say something. By the grace of God, and this is uh, actually a blessing. 
our children will not have this same shared struggle story. Oh, yeah, no. They'll be like, huh, the Ritz in uh, <laughs> in St. Barth. Oh, it's nice. But the Ritz that we stayed at in St. Kitts, much better. Much better. And you know what I mean? And I think that's the blessing of working. Like, I don't want to pass that off to my children. You know, and our parents didn't... We. You know your mom's story. Yeah. Our parents struggled even more than we did. Oh, 100%. And we don't want to, we want to capitalize off their struggle. Absolutely. Being in the army and marrying my mom when she had three kids. Big shouts to Willie D. Uh, Willie D. Man, you had three kids in El Paso? You were 25? Listen. You're from zero to three? Zero to three. But I appreciate you. Mm. And Zayza and JoJo, they're grateful for you because they got a bathroom in their own room. Because, listen, y'all be like, Angel, you work so hard, you stay so busy. It's because I saw Dorothy May. Listen. And I was like, I'm going to tell you what I won't be is broke. I'm gonna I will you, work. Bro, my mom, when I was a kid, my memory, she had three jobs. Mm-hmm. I remember she wouldn't even be able to watch. We watched Star Search on Sunday nights after church. We ate pie. Um, and it wasn't pumpkin pie. It was sweet potato. It was uh, It's not nasty, by the way. Um, just being a jerk. Is yeah, I'm just being a jerk. By the way, <laughs> a quick aside. The internet is very interesting. I never said I don't like sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. All I ever said is I like pumpkin pie. That means the same. And people said I don't like it. But anyway, that's the point. My <laughs> grandma working all day, mm-hmm. my mom working three jobs, and then still not having enough. That's why we be working, man. I'm yeah. Just, I be working. Yeah. I always feel like poor is right around the corner. I know that's not true and that's not healthy. That's why we use the talk face. Okay, moving Amen. on. Let's go. Uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. Alfonso Roberto. Ribeiro. I'm going to call him Roberto, like uh, Robert. Apparently, he feels like the blacks do not support him. Because we don't. He mm. said, you, you, okay, I'm going to read you his quote. Yeah. Don't be messing with Alfonso Ribeiro, if you don't know, he played Carlton in My Good Friend Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, show the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He's been around for a minute. And I quote, I'm in a mixed relationship and I get things and looks and comments constantly. And I find it very interesting because you see a lot of things on social media where people say things and people have positions and perspectives. And it's not easy to make that choice because you're not at home in my home at home in any home. I'm sorry. I'm never going to be white. I'm never going to be fully supported in a black house. So I'm in my own little world with support from almost no one to be in love with someone I've fallen in love with. How does that make sense? It doesn't. We all want to live in a world where everyone is accepted for being and loving and living the way they choose to live. I will support any person that wants to live in a world that they live in. He also said that the BET Awards did not invite him. Oh, well, God dang. And he thinks that it's because he has a white wife. Oh, no, that's not You I'm agree, saying. Angel? I don't think we be... Yeah, well, one, it doesn't also seem like he messes with us like that. Mm. But no, I don't feel like we're going out of our way to be like, look, Alfonso doing what? We got to support it. Nah. We- I feel like I, I didn't even know he was married to a white woman. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I, I uh, just looked this article up and the photo is. Definitely a Wahite. Wahite. No, oh, I knew yeah, he was surprised, with a Wahite. But I didn't know. Honestly, never really thought about who Alfonso Rivera was married to. Mm-hmm. I saw him on the Universal lot one time when I was going to an audition for something I didn't get. Um... And I have something else that I didn't get that was supposed to be tomorrow, but I didn't get it. So luckily, I mean, they're I'm gonna still be my Kevin. show. Yeah, they're lost, and yeah. they will pay. Oh, they're on the list. They gonna pay. Oh, the producer. How long is this list. Oh, you, have you seen Game of Thrones? You know Arya's list before she went to bed. That's bless me. You. Okay. Huh. BT. No. BT plus. Oh, bless him. <laughs> Viacom as a whole. <laughs> bless. But anyway, heart. um, here's 
a video of him. Mm, this video threw me. That, I was like, what? So this video of him that I hadn't seen until oh, I was researching this. Uh, this was posted by TMZ. This is Alfonso Ribeiro talking. Fraternity, dude. Yeah, he sounds There's terrible. some hot white coochie in here tonight. Get in it. And so this is the thing. This is the thing. His whole spiel of, you know, you can't help who you love. It happens to fall in love with a white woman. That's you fetishize white women. This I'm not saying he don't love his wife, but you also have a fetish towards white women. When you are doing a monologue on stage. <laughs> As if this is something I always, when you see me on TMZ, I'm with a hot, blonde, <laughs> white woman. You he was so proud, there. Angel. Oh, yes, he is very proud He's of it. Proud so, <laughs> now come on, he is. He is. He is. So don't, don't try to make it seem as if, I remember when I found out he was married to a white woman, and I was like, yeah, that makes them it makes sense yeah and uh like we're in the day and age that i don't think really most people truly and honestly care and people honestly don't care who i the was heck married he's to a dating. white woman for the last five years apparently yeah oh well I, definitely I, I didn't even know it was definitely. news to me when i found out i was married Whenever to a white woman would leave the club late at night oh white woman tmz count him every time but he's like he's wants to do this whole little monologue on Twitter or wherever the heck that was that you just read that thing from to make it seem as if he's just a man who just happened to fall in love with the No, you have been gunning for white women yeah. for a very long time. Mm -hmm. You also ain't been effing with us. You might have been kicking it with Will, Tatiana, Tatiana. James, okay? <laughs> But you weren't kicking him with us. And, and I don't think there's been any, like, beef between him and the black community. But it, it also doesn't seem like he wanted to, like, be with us. I am certain, even if BET did not invite him to the BET Awards, because I know BET, I'm sure, and he's a throwback, there's probably been several movies they've wanted to cast him yeah. as somebody. We would love to have you play the dad. It's going to be, you'll be the father to Tia and Tamara. Okay, <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. It's called <laughs> Double Santa Trouble. Okay, your dad that forgot to get the Christmas gifts for your daughters. They're coming into town, and he's probably been like, "But is there a white woman that I'll be married to in it?" And yeah. when there wasn't, they were like, mm, "No." So, anyways, uh, that was just dis uh, disgusting to hear. I my thing is, listen, I honestly, and I mean this, love who you love, mm -hmm. right? It's the it's the the prizification. Uh-huh. Right? Uh -huh. It's the you know I'm leaving with the with the with the blonde white girl. Like that's the best thing you could leave the club with. Mm -hmm. You if you just say if you know I'm leaving the club with the baddest thing in there. Right. Okay, the baddest could be anybody. Mm -hmm. Could be a black girl, could be a Filipino it woman, could be, a black could be an Asian girl, or a black could be girl. a black girl. Yeah, with black girl. In my whole life, <laughs> my whole life has changed. I have, I could never be like, come on, Abby. 
We're leaving the club. <laughs> that's just me. Yeah. That's just me. But I don't think black people, he's making it seem like black people been like purposely not rocking with whatever he was doing because he had a white wife. And I don't know that that's. He probably got some heat back when he first got married. Cause uh, I want to say, we'll see here. Fresh Prince was on the late nineties. Yep. So no, no early nineties. Early nineties. So in the late nineties would have been when he would have more than likely gotten married. Um, and I can look, I can look at that. He got married in, um, he got married in, okay. 2002. So it, it, uh, he probably got some slack. So I'm not going to be like, but nobody paying attention. I'm sure he probably got dragged a little bit because that was also during the time. It felt like a lot of celebrity black men. That's all they were putting on. They are. I, I do agree with that. That was it. So I'm sure he probably got lumped in with all of that of, oh, okay. So now y'all Talk got some money. Yeah. Yes. You just Kanye had a lyric about that. When you get on, he gonna leave you for a white girl. Cause it's the truth. It a was, lot of the time. That's why it was hidden like that. Yes. You know, so he wasn't married to black women who weren't married to, uh, uh, dark skinned black women mm-hmm. weren't married to plus size black women. It was like, as soon as I get on, where are you at? <laughs> Come here. Been waiting for you. Like you said, prizification. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, he probably got slacked then, but like that was 18 years. That was 19 years ago, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Nobody cares. Charles Moore said, ain't, no, uh, ain't none of us watching him on America's funniest home videos. But I, I agree with that. But I don't think we'd be watching that show like that. We don't. I don't Once think it, we're like, Alfonso's on it. Yeah, that's not good. why we're not watching it. He's just, He wasn't as good as that white dude who used to Bob host. Bob Saget? Bo- not, no, before Bob. Who was before Bob? Or was Bob? it after Bob? There's a white dude. His He has an announcer voice. I don't know what his name is. There was a dude. I, you're, yeah, you see, I, I'm you know who you. I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about, but I don't know who it is. I don't think Alfonso was as good as either one of them. So I think that's the reason why we haven't been watching it. Not because he's dating a white woman. Also because of YouTube. That uh, you, Yes, it's our America's Funniest Home Videos. Um, oh, they said it was F. Tom Berg, Bergeron. Bergeron. Thank you, guys. Tom was great. Oh, he hosted it into 2015? Yeah, he was, I thought he was fantastic. And oh, then, 2001 to 2015. Bob Sago was 89 and 97. Mm-hmm. Tom Bergeron was 2015. Because I, I was still watching with Tom. I, I didn't Tom, watch after Bob Sago. Oh, no, I was watching with Tom. And then Alfonso. And I wasn't like, ah, oh, the black dude who likes white women. I wasn't thinking that <laughs> at all. But, you know, sometimes when people aren't happy with um, how, I guess... There And this is me making up stuff, so don't think that I know what I'm talking about right now. Sometimes when people aren't happy with where their career or their life has been, they want to throw blame elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And I really just don't, I don't recall seeing him in any other shows or movies that were geared towards black audiences after the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And that's how we'll fall in love with you. That's true. I, I was thinking, and that show ended in 96, I was thinking, I don't remember seeing him in stuff really after that. He did America's Funniest Home Videos, Spell Mageddon, Catch 21, Dance 360, The Tap Dance Kid, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, Dance with the Stars. And I, those are just things that Does I did it? not watch. None of I, that stuff I even have heard of. He could have, He could have easily been in things. Where the black community will been like, hey, you here? Like, there's enough. Who's in all of us? Did you watch that? On all of us with you. All of us. Who was in all of us? Uh, Lisa Ray, Dwayne Martin. Uh huh. I don't uh, remember him. I watched. I didn't know either. I, do, I don't Elise remember Neal. that. 
He did 26 episodes, apparently. Oh, I do not remember him. I, I only, after that, I would only see him pop up tam, tap dancing every now and again on random things. By the way, my dad kind of looks like Carlton. Have I told you this? Your, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Especially when he was younger. And I remember one time we was at Ryan's Steakhouse. You remember Ryan's? Yeah. Was at Ryan's yeah. Steakhouse. Uh-huh. He was at Ryan's Steakhouse. And people used to be like, you look like Carlton. You look like Carlton. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Because this is when the show was on. Uh-huh. And one time we, we were there and this guy, uh, I don't remember a man or woman, but at the register was like, if you do the dance, I'll make your whole meal free. And my dad was like, no. can you take my money, please? He didn't do the dance. He didn't do the dance. And I I'm telling been you, like, I would have been. You better, I've been like, you better study that before we go <laughs> next time. You better get on Skillshare and figure out how to do it. Because I'm sure somebody, Alfonso was probably on there teaching it. And he was like, see, the black people ain't on here looking at this <laughs> and supporting me. And I got the Skillshare class. But let me tell you. I'll be on Skillshare and I'll be getting my Skills shirt. You feel me? <laughs> Listen, Skillshare is an online community for creatives and it allows you to really explore your creativities, your curiosities, and you get to take classes anytime, mm, anytime, anytime, anywhere on just about any topic you can think of. Um, and what makes it so great is that it is so so inexpensive. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. I can tell you that I took a class on um, indoor plants on how to keep them alive because really? I have a black thumb. You're and a serial the, killer? Uh, I'm a serial killer. And once I watched this class, I said, oh, no wonder. <laughs> I have no idea what I was doing. Not at all. I thought you just had to water it. You had to give it good soil. You had to know which plants need to be in which type of light. I said, had no idea. I'm taking a class on, um, I'm taking a class currently on TikTok and how to be able to create really good uh, TikToks that are, I don't. They got guess, a class on TikToks? Yeah, a dude wow. who has a really huge following is on there showing you how to do storytelling on there, how to do edits really easily. I saw it and I wanted for not only for me to take it, but for Marcus, because that's TikTok and reels. I'm not good at yet. Mm. And so I was like, you posted class. a really good reel the other day. Looks like Skillshare helped. Skillshare did help. When I took that picture of your belly button, yeah. and, and it came to me in the moment because of the class. I saw I was like, man, she must have been using Skillshare to get off these jokes. I said, listen, this is great. And Skillshare can teach you this as well. Um, I've taken a class on how to do time management better as an entrepreneur, as well as finding my creative voice. Like you would be surprised at what Skillshare has to offer. And there's probably that thing that you've been wanting to know how to do. And then you can find out how to do it by going on to Skillshare. So Skillshare is incredibly affordable, as I always said, as I already said. And um, you get real improvement with hands-on projects and classes designed for real life. So this is what we want you to do. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash SK. SK. And get a one-month free trial of premium membership. SK. One month of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash SK. And let me just tell y'all real quick. We've been on the road. We've been on that road, Angel. Our turnarounds are fast. You know, we leaving tomorrow. No, today. today. What you talking about? We just got home yesterday. I feel land, like. We did. Listen, I, we landed on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Had to throw my baby a birthday party the same day. Mm-hmm. Monday was my full work day. Had to shoot my, is this going to cause an argument podcast? And shoot the bald and the beautiful yep. podcast. Mm-hmm. Had to edit in the middle of the day, as well as make doctor's appointments for kids, for school, getting them ready. How am I doing it all? It's because I'm feeding my body 
premium fuel with ritual. Yeah, you are. Okay. You taking that them vitamins? Them them? vitamins. Everyone deserves to know what's in the vitamins they're taking. And you can do that with ritual. And let me tell you, I love talking about this. And so I'm going to break it down real quick. So ritual, um, they have high quality nutrients that are bioavailable so that your body can actually understand what's going on in the pill. It's not a bunch of fillers, sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic uh, fillers, and artificial colorants. And the thing that I like the most about um, uh, Ritual is that they have like a delayed release vitamin. So what this means is when you take a vitamin, the where your body actually absorbs the nutrients is in your intestines, right? However, mm-hmm. a lot of vitamins, they break down fully in your stomach lining. So guess what happens? What you're happens, not, Angel? You're not absorbing any of the nutrients. God dang it. I knew that's, that's what was happening. Uh, so when you take Ritual, the delay release allows the vitamin to make it to your intestines and then release all the nutrients so you're actually absorbing all all of the all things of the you nutrients. need. So when you all of a sudden feel like you've got more energy, you all of a sudden see that your skin is looking better. You all of a sudden see that like you're just feeling like a better person. It's because ritual is doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to take you want to take vitamins because even if you're eating healthy, our soil is depleted. So your vegetables, your fruit don't have the same nutrients as they did as your great grandma, your grandfather, because they were only growing crops in season. Now we be just growing stuff all Anytime. the time. Anytime. In season, out of season. In season, out of season. So ritual. Ritual. Yeah, ritual. We're gonna get it. it said we're gonna fill in the spaces in this ritual. So this is what we want you to do. Oh, and also they have it for teens, men, and women because we all need like what Kevin need right now is different than what I need. That's you right. know what I'm saying? So this is what I want you to do: get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners ten percent off during your first three months. Visit, excuse me, visit, visit ritual.com/crew. Crew. Uh-huh. To start your ritual today. Again, that's visit ritual.com slash crew. Crew. That is K-R-E-W to start your ritual today. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Okay. The Moving reason on. I was looking at my phone is because um, we want to update on the baby real oh. quick. The baby had the apology because mm. he was losing the bookings. Mm. Um, A well-written apology. Yeah. He apologized. Whoever wrote it did a good job. Yesterday. And uh, we'll read it here. You want me to read it? I'll yes, pull it up. Please, please. Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance, has been challenging i appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness and reached out to me privately to offer wisdom education and resources that's what i needed and it was received i want to apologize to the lgbtq plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments i made again i apologize for my misinformed comments about hiv slash aids and i know education on this is important love to all god bless the baby if the baby was smart, his apology would have started right here. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful, triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comment about forget that top paragraph. Let's go ahead and <laughs> get down to it. it. Let's get to the and get to honestly, the meat and potatoes. If the, what killed the baby, you know, it was a double, triple down, quadruple down. Yeah. And let me tell you what, he's not canceled. 
but he they tapped his pockets. Oh yeah, Lollapalooza. Listen, uh, it was like three or four festivals, mm-hmm. right? And I'm talking about top billing. Yeah, so he's there's a lot of money flying out of his pocket. I Josh, he stepped away, but the, the festivals, mm-hmm. small artists, thirty. I'm talking Ooh. about. Low, 15, 20 minutes at. How much Josh, they be getting paid at these festivals, them, Joshua what Gonzalez? What you think the baby could have got? Because he, he, that's like, he just got, uh, they, he got dropped from the Austin oh, the City Life Company. probably making at least 500000 Oh, my God. I've got to get our song together. The Kev on Stay song, I will be at Lollapalooza like a, with all the like vids. Probably $250 to $500. Because he's doing like headlining Jesus. set. You're like a big name, like in the big bull print, you're probably getting... Two fifty to five. He was on the top line. Oh, yeah. I almost cussed. <laughs> so if it's two fifty low end, mm-hmm. and he got dropped from I think four festivals in the last week, yeah, that's a million dollars. A million dollars will make you start elite elite rappers like the Drakes, Kendricks, and them. They'll probably get like one to two. Of course, yes. Let me tell you, when I start making that much money, I will be a lot more quiet. let me tell you y'all be like angel what's your opinion on this i don't have one paper i'll be talking about paper you know what i love two-ply toilet paper (laughs) bamboo actually it's better for the earth (laughs) that much money i'm I'm not saying nothing for the sake of i know i say stupid stuff there is no way when that much money is on the line You ain't getting me to say there will be nothing that is a hot topic that I touch. Angel, so we, uh, you know, gender identity. Let me tell you about my puppy. (laughs) Let me tell you about my puppy. She's sweet. Uh, She's getting old now. She's blind. I am not touching any. And he did it. Freely. Nobody baited him. Oh, no. He was in between songs. Ah. I told he he got dropped from Austin City Lights, uh, iHeart Radio Fest. Oh, he got he got dropped more today than yeah. Just, that's what I was, was looking at. Okay, it was Austin was City Dumbo, Lights would just just happened. Lala, Lala, Lala the was the other though. one. That's that's what kind of started this whole. Lala Palooza was one, and there was one uh, that I forgot the first one. Rolling Loud wouldn't because they don't like. They Rolling don't really Loud is where where it happened. No, I know. I'm just saying future Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud, they were founded by people that just want to be in the raps. I don't know. It's like a rap music festival that was like, we'll do whatever it takes to to get the hype. But festivals that were organized like Lollapalooza Mm -hmm. that are more, I mean, initially the early ones had more like aligned values with um, like music purists. Initially, because yep. it obviously grew into something different. But once they took a stand, I think that is what started that ripple effect for everybody else. Absolutely. Uh, These are the six things that have happened since then. Tell us. Kicked off the Park Life Festival. Kicked off by Lollapalooza. Mm. Kicked off the Governor's Ball. Mm-hmm. Kicked off Day in Vegas. Mm. Dropped by fashion company Boohoo Man. And then kicked off Austin City Lights. And also he was just dropped by a Music Midtown Festival. That's seven things in a week. If we had time, I'd be like, Kev, let's pick up those dates. <laughs> Y'all ready for some jokes? Yeah. I would let them boo me the entire time for that check oh, yeah, and just stand the there smiling. I also want to say, why was he thinking about that right then? I, don't I saw know. a clip that basically looked like the crowd wasn't with him at all. So it maybe, didn't sound like the crowd was with uh, him. Maybe he was frustrated. Paid, though. 
Huh? He's probably still getting paid. Listen, so. I've had bad sets. Mm-hmm. I've never been having a set so bad that I'm like, I wonder who's having sex in the parking lot. Mm. This upsets me. I'll speak about it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, when I'm having a bad set, I'm usually like, dang, Kev, you is not killing it right now. Not like, you know what's messing me up? Sex in the parking lot. <laughs> That's what's messing me up. If there was no sex happening in the parking lot, I would be doing better than I am. I like, why were you it. thinking about that at that moment? I have no idea. It was just like, it was so many landmines that were nowhere near him that he was like, I see it and jumped <laughs> in it with both feet. With a grenade in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you do that to you? And then the the initial apology in his bed where you know ain't nobody there to be like, hey, hey, let's not. Let's not talk about that. Was just such a terrible, just, it was just so many things You gotta wrong. think. You gotta, you gotta, in my mind, it is better to take the time and think. Mm-hmm. Your, your knee-jerk reaction is to double down. It's yeah. to explain yourself. It's to, hey, no, no, no. In all the times I've seen something like this happen on the internet, think, listen <laughs> to this, what's happening. Cause now you, you, that money, right? This ain't, this ain't your concerts. He'll be able to do his concerts, mm-hmm. but them festivals, they don't want this type of press. They don't want no beef with the LGBT community. They don't exactly. want exactly out of for, all of it for good press alone. They'll be like, nah, Right. And I'm sure there's a clause in the contract that if you do something that's morally reprehensible, Mm -hmm. we can get out of this contract. That is legitimate. We can safely say he lost at least a million dollars in the last week. Oh, go ahead. Especially when you're talking about a community that you are not a part of, that you don't identify with. It's different. Like, it's different when you are talking about a community that you're inside of. Yep. But when you are going after, especially the LGBTQ community, you have lost your. And it was a, and it was a discuss, It was comments that didn't didn't have to be made. It didn't wasn't even. It wasn't an interview where he answered incorrectly and wasn't like prepared. Right. This was literally a con. You just, just go to your next lyrics, ladies. <laughs> how y'all feel, <laughs> fellas? Y'all all right? Where my Aries at? Uh, it's Leo season. Right. Roar. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish these three songs and collect this check. Uh, yeah. So I will say whoever wrote this <laughs> eloquently put, because I know it can't be him. The way he was talking in that live, I'm just like, Siri is not that good. She does not autocorrect that well. Um, And uh, it is a shame, I will say. That it that it takes, even though, like you said, he might still be getting breaded up by some of these festivals. It is a shame that so much money has to be snatched from him in order for him to see like, hey, dude, like it's not that just people are being hard on you. What you're saying is hurtful and offensive, but it took and misinformed and very misinformed. That is definitely because his his apology allowed you to know, like. Oh, he really thinks like what he was saying wasn't anything negative. It was just like, no, my 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 gay fans have class. They do this, they do that. It's just like, what does that have to do with anything? Like you're not understanding. No, no, no. So I think he'll learn his lesson. He's I not hope canceled. So. He's he's just faced some consequences. Speaking yeah. of consequences. Being upset and suing. 
our lost Come check. Come on, get the money, get the money. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Bread it up. Sues Disney mm-hmm. over the Black Widow streaming release. Right. She alleges that the release of the latest Marvel movie in theaters and on Disney Plus Premium was a breach of contract. Uh, basically, she had a back-end deal where she had some profit participation based off box office sales, mm-hmm. bonuses, and numbers hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time Black Widow was supposed to be released, it was not going to be on Disney+. Plus. Correct. It was t- May 2020. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember during the pandemic, I, the movie theater by the house we were living with had that poster on there. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the apocalypse to me because it was like September. Yes. And I was like, that movie never came out. That movie not, not come out. You not to do it. So since that time, you know, basically almost led wholly by HBO Max. That dude, Jason Killar, who, who started Hulu, he went and ran HBO Max. He was like, forget about theaters. Right. Let's double down on streaming, which kind of forced the hand of other players Scarlett was saying, my deal doesn't include profit participation on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. nor do you guys have to tell me how much you make. Mm-hmm. And y'all basically cut into my pockets by doing so. Right. As an actress, Angel, as an industry um, veteran, do you think this is the beginning of uh, a change in the movie industry in regards to to this thing? Or do you think um, this is going to be a uh, thing that happens very rarely? Oh, no, everything, the contract's about to be changed. Oh, absolutely. They're not having it. Um, And that's the same thing when new media came along. New media. Beep. People took advantage of that for as long as they could. Oh, as (laughs) as long as they could. It's just new media. Do we have a $5 million budget per episode? Yes, but it's new. (laughs) It's new media. So, like, a big thing that happened with SAG being a union that actors could be a part of was residuals because actors were getting paid their day rate, which was still great. And and when you think of comparative, like, you're being on set, you're getting to do this thing, acts, they usually keep your conditions pretty good if it's a union job. But then these producers were making all this money from the advertisers on um, after everything was shot because advertisers have to pay every time they want their spot to be shown. Yep. So these producers and networks were just their pockets were being lined. Oh, I didn't more even realize that. Re- residuals wasn't always a thing. No. Really? So one of the major things that SAG was able to accomplish in AFTRA was residuals, meaning if you are still making money, then everyone that is on camera should be making money. I'm not sure what the other unions do that are not on camera unions, um, but I think because they're paid hourly, it works differently. So that was a huge thing, to be able to get residuals. So that means if you bring back a show, especially shows that go into syndication, it's just like, no, y'all are, just because it's no longer on ABC, now that it's on TBS, y'all are getting paid again. Jerome Seinfeld. Okay, (laughs) Jerome A. So residuals were a huge thing. So... New media came along, works differently. You have subscription-based. I mean, while there's, they were always things like HBO, which have been subscription-based, but um, you now have this thing of, but still with HBO before it was an app, these movies would happen at specific times yep. that are trackable. Yep. Then you get Netflix and Hulus and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, things aren't showing at a specific time. People are watching them whenever they want to. Yep. How are we going to track this? Well, the producer was like, well, you know, it can't be tracked. You know what I'm saying? Can't do it. I can't, I can't ah, say. Ah, eyes are closed. 
But they're like, but you, you're getting paid a monthly fee from people mm-hmm. that are able to have access to this content. Actors need to be able to have a portion of that. So new media contracts were negotiated. So like, for instance, my first season of Atypical, I didn't have residuals. Then the next season, everything went into play and I started getting residuals from Atypical. So does Netflix have to share, I, I guess, plays or finishes? I think so. With I, someone to count? Cal- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do believe so. I do believe that there's a transparency to show like how many views that because they you know they're tracking it because how oh, yeah. how do they determine what makes the show successful and yep. worth putting money back into? Yep. So when it comes to actors that are big enough like a Scarlett Johansson, like a um like a Eddie Murphy, like a Kevin Hart, who all have back end deals, they don't sign on to a movie unless they are signing on as a an a executive producer yeah, or producer. Which she was on this movie. Of course. It's a movie about a character that she has made famous yep. in the world of movies. So anyways, when you are that person, yes, you have negotiated that on the back end. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about residuals. I'm talking about you're going to give me a good old share of the the um, success of this movie. Well, the thing about it that's interesting to me is this wasn't just available on Disney Plus to watch if you paid. Mm-hmm. Like you had to pay... I believe it was 30 bucks to watch it. Uh-huh. That to me is trackable. It's not like a Netflix movie where, you know, it's just included with a subscription. Uh-huh. Like, you know, uh, Disney Plus knows how many people bought it on. Uh, uh, absolutely. Disney Plus. Like, by the way, me and my kids watched Space Jam on HBO Max. And I was like, this is so crazy that like Melissa was going to take them to the movies the day before we came back. But Joe was playing. You know what I'm saying? They didn't yeah. both want to go at the same time, which often happens. Uh, but when I came home, he was like, oh, I'll watch it. And then they were like, let's just put it on the TV. And I had actually wanted to go to the movies mm-hmm. and watch it. But also I was tired and I was just like, I mean, it's my TV's right there. Yeah. And I think for me, I love that media's trending this way. Of course. As an owner of Kevin State Studios app, Kevin which I need y'all stage. to get. Don't just get it when the challenge shows out. Get the, get the other stage stuff up. now. But as a person <laughs> who grew up in the late 80s, early 90s, I still enjoy the experience of the movies. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I like to go in and get the popcorn. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like to get the hot dog. Yeah. I like it to get the candy. Yeah. That's that's mostly it. <laughs> but <laughs> I no, want like, the food and I sit down in the food. Certain movies to me, I won't enjoy at home. Dramas, I can watch at home. Mm-hmm. Right? But like, I wouldn't want to see Avengers at my house. And I have a nice TV, but I mean, I want to hear... Oh. Movie theater we had, it had the, if a helicopter flying, it was, yeah, the sound yeah. went over. The sound design is amazing. the biggest TV possible. Now, as the Lord continues to bless, if I'm able to get a, my goal in of life course. is the movie theater in my home. Not that it's got to be big. It ain't got to be, be crazy. Oh, It'll be big. It'll be ridiculous. There was a house that we, we, we visited. They, they had one in a lot. And we said, we cannot, we cannot have this. <laughs> but she had the movie theater in there. And that was like perfect. Yvonne's house. She has the movie theater in there. That house we shot the NAACP thing at. They had a movie theater? Yes. Wait, I missed it. It was right tucked That's in. The Spectrum one, right? Spectrum House yeah. also has it. Mm. They just got, they, they got nothing but eight chairs. Mm. That's all you need, you know? In a little popcorn machine? Mm. But I think I still wouldn't want to watch Avengers there. No. Like, I, I need explosions. And yeah. <laughs> I noticed that when uh, I saw Justice League, the Schneider Cut, that was the first movie that I saw. And then I saw it and I was like, this is lacking experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I didn't watch. 
King Kong. As soon as the theater started opening, yes. when I came out, I was like, I got to watch this in the theater. Fast and the Furious. Mm. I want to see you drive a car in space on the mm. biggest nah. <laughs> possible. Mm-hmm. Even like A Quiet Place, you know. But I think the way we felt about the problem isn't us. It's little Marcus mm-hmm. and Isaiah mm-hmm. and Joe. Mm-hmm. They don't have that same nostalgia. Oh, they yeah. won't have it because they're used to consuming content right here. The problem is me too. Cause I'd be like, I could either pay $7 and fall asleep in the movie theater <laughs> or pay the 30 and fall asleep at home. And I'm going to spend that extra money. I'm going to spend it. I'm saving money other places like with ShipStation when I send out my merch. That was well done. Oh, you're welcome. It took me a while to figure it out because I was like, where are they going with this conversation? <laughs> ah, It's a lot of work. It is really like um, the movies where you move stuff around. There's stuff in front of yeah. you. That's what it feels like. Oh, okay, they're talking about this. But if I move the ShipStation here, then it'll tuck. And then you'll go somewhere and I'll be like, well, pull that out. Put it here. <laughs> but with ShipStation, you can streamline your shipping from all the platforms where you sell whether you're like over there and you in the etsy world or if you got your own website Mm -hmm. okay ship station is like we got you we're gonna keep you organized so that you can make sure all your fulfillment is done smoothly and not only that we're gonna give you some discounts with the major delivery carriers you know what i'm saying because as a small business owner they like uh, we ain't giving you no discount, but ShipStation was like, no, we're a big business, and we're going to pass down the savings. We don't go with Showman's finna do it. We're going to do it. So you getting um, discounts from UPS, FedEx, US, uh, PS. Uh, <laughs> so they make it easy to manage your orders and get your products out the door so you can get back to doing what you really love, growing your business. ShipStation is the number one choice for online sellers. You can import your orders from any sales channel, and that's what makes them dope. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not having to do a bunch of, like, inputting, like, okay, I type this over here, type it over here. No, they're like, just connect us. We'll import it into here, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you can choose which carry you want to go with and get those deeply discounted rates, and you can automate just about any shipping task. Okay, no wonder over 100,000 plus online sellers choose ShipStation. Okay, and you can also like compare which ones you want to go with. You're like, I want to do USPS this time. No, FedEx, they've got the better discount. You can choose, compare, all that. This is what we want you to do. Ship more (laughs) and less time for less money. ShipStation, just use our offer code CREW. Crew. To get a 60-day free trial. 60 days? That's two whole months. That's two whole months. I don't even get time off for a whole three months. You get two months of free trial? That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and type in CREW. K-R-E-W. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code CREW. CREW. Make ship. Happen. I did my job for the day. My brain's about to turn off. Don't, Joshua. And why did Cat post that on the on the uh, stage crew? Cat, single me out, Josh. She did where, when? On the stage crew when? from when we did on the ball to the beautiful Cat. Why you did that like so? Why? I don't want this to become a thing. Oh, it's about to be a huge thing, and oh, I'm massive. so excited. I'm gonna clip that part, put it at the top of the episode. Jay! Oh, yeah.
Okay, go ahead. His name is. Oh, it is on here. Also, Russell Crowe is suing uh, whoever for his movie about road rage for the same uh, thing as Scarlett Johansson. It's very interesting to see what's going to play out. You know, Scarlett, come over to the Kevin State Studios app. We won't. <laughs> we, <laughs> we won't take your box office profits because we can't get our movies into the box office. Right. It'll all be residuals there, there from the There won't app. be a fifty million dollars settlement because there is no fifty million dollars. So. <laughs> tell you up front, Scarlett. It's a it's a it's a downtime in the app right now because it's, it's the summertime and that goodless. Goodless. Uh, here's an interesting thing that happened over the weekend. Tell oh, us. Actually, it was last week. A famous comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, please talk about the it. Real Tommy Cat, aka Tommy, Tommy Davidson. He put this, I'll call it an ad up. Mm, please. And it caused quite a stir in the comedy community of which you are a part of, Angel. Uh-huh. And I know you don't want to be what you're in. I know. Any mm-hmm. funny hungry comics want to open for me this weekend in Brea, California? Must be local to Southern California, no travel included. Great social media following and presence. 300,000 plus followers. Funny as H star LL. <laughs> if this is you, email the email address for a chance to be considered. No DMs, please. Please include a clip link of your standup and IG social media handle. Do you have what it takes? Kev, did you email? Huh? Did you email? I didn't email. Did You're you not email? hungry? I'm not hungry. Yes, you are. You stay hungry, I'm, Kevin. I'm not hung- I wasn't hungry enough. We, we, you know, I, I did Kevin, click. Did you tell we you have Halloween weekend free? I so do, you can do but that. But it was it was for last weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Cuz otherwise I'd have been like Cuz you know, I don't qualify. I only got 100 and something. You don't got thousand. 300. I, I You're said, not hungry enough because you didn't get 300. I didn't. Obviously, you don't care enough about the game. I don't. You didn't get 300. I didn't. Um uh, so a lot of comics follow this and here's, here's, uh, here's, um, the consensus. Very interestingly enough, Tommy Davidson himself didn't have a hundred. What? He, he didn't have, I mean, he didn't have 300. Oh, he, no. had a, oh, he had like 112. What? No. Yes. So the first thing that a lot of comics that I saw posted this were like, sir, you, don't have he has 111,000 followers. They were like, "Sir, you don't have uh 300,000 followers. So how could you expect other people to have?" I told to here to apply. I said, oh! "You know what? <laughs> no, you didn't." I said, yeah, to here. <laughs> "This is your chance. Let bygones be bygones. Let bygones Put be the bygones. past behind oh, you." I'll keep showing. Sorry. <laughs> My bodysuit. <laughs> My huge bosom keeps pulling it down. Oh, my God. So sorry. Continue, Kevin. <laughs> you just had a thought out loud. Yeah. You were like, you know, what kind of dog is talking about? I should have uh, just been like, show the bra. It doesn't matter. But to hear, let me you're check. stupid. To hear didn't make it. Let me double check him. Ah, 237. Oh, he, he just he don't have three hundred. That's why uh, Tommy wouldn't have even said he was uh, qualified. Yeah, he wouldn't have fit the description. I just don't understand, <laughs> Tommy. Da- Let me go to go to Tommy because da- I don't believe you. I think he you're has being. I think you're just saying that the real is it real Tommy Cat the or real the real Tommy Cat? Real Tommy. I told you the truth about Jerome. I'm telling you the truth about. That's not about, how you even wait, pronounce his Tommy, name. As opposed to the real Tommy Cat, Josh, an imposter. Oh. Mm-hmm. There's other Tommy Cats it says out there. Results not found. 
Am I spelling it wrong? I think you changed it. Let me the just real Tommy, Tommy Cat. Davidson. There you go. Verified with the 111. The real Tommy Cat. It didn't want me to find him. He's at 111,000. <laughs> Here's the thing that I, that I said. I don't understand. And I like Tommy Davidson. I do. do this is a perfect example of, of the great divide between what I'll call the TV generation and the internet generation. Mm. Right? Tommy was on In Living Color. Yes, he was. He was Varnell Hill. Mm-hmm. He was He's in great. Booty Call, one of my favorite terrible movies. Mm-hmm. Him and Jane Fox, actually not even a terrible movie. I really enjoyed Booty Call. It was very funny to me at the age that I watched it. Mm-hmm. There are two different skills. Yeah, Stand-up comedy is one skill. Right. Growing a social media following because of your social media, you know, like videos is a mm-hmm. different skill. Videos. Most celebrities have a lot of followers because they are celebrities. Mm-hmm. Right. Most comedians of our generation have a lot of followers because they know how to make funny content on the internet. Brain. Right? Brain. If you have a great set yeah. and you have 300,000 followers on social media, on any platform, more than likely you don't have to open for Tommy or anybody. You're more than likely on your own. Let me tell you what. Tours. I, you don't got 111. He don't? Oh, you looking at the engagement? Oh, he didn't bought half of me. You know, I be doing that to folk all but the how time. How you check that? You I just mean, look just at behind the post when you see only three people comment and you have a hundred. Maybe he just has low engagement. No, because photos of just him is still not doing what. If you only have one hundred and sixty-five likes and you have one 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 thousand. Yeah, that's not. He's Joshua is correct. I look at people's uh, engagement. But a lot of celebrities have low engagement. Not no, like that. That the is the percentage. You look at photos of just him that aren't flyers, and it's still. Yeah, no, he's right. He's right. You can't have low engagement all the time. You can't. <laughs> you, can't. you cannot. You can't. Trust me when I tell you there's a lot of hunger comedians mm, yeah. who don't have 300,000 followers who are amazing on stage. Who and also uh, uh, that's, he doesn't people, want that. He wants a marketing person. That's what the three hundred thousand. He doesn't care if you're funny or not. He needs a Kev uh, on stage. Yeah, he does. Don't bring it in in different ways. Guys. Oh, it's gonna be brought in all the time. He needs someone to put butts in seats because um, no one born after nineteen eighty three or four is even remotely thinking. Let me see the real Tommy Cat. <laughs> On stage, they're not, and so this is not to say that he's not talented. I'm not even throwing that type of shade, yeah. but to say you need somebody who has triple the amount of your fake followers and probably <laughs> ten times the amount of your actual real followers <laughs> is just saying I don't think that I can market this, even if I put money to it myself to get people in seats. So if I can say I got Kev on stage opening for me, Kev gonna do a a fast ten. I told him not to use his best material because I don't and want him to be funny. And fly myself there. Mm, that, that's no that, travel. That room might be empty after that ten, maybe fifteen. To you get gotta him fly out. yourself there as well. What? No travel. You gotta be low. Also, must be local. Let me tell you, this is how I know I'm not a comedian. This is why I know I'm not stand up comedian because people who really love it, while maybe Tommy's invitation isn't that attractive, people have done gigs. For invitations that are less attractive. You've done it for fruit plates. Uh, <laughs> for fruit I've bowls. done comedy for so much fruit. Yes. Crackers, teddy bears, chocolates. I don't do it. Free for that. offering, splitting $83 with the playmakers. 
I've done it all. I, it, I'm not. I'm definitely not flying. I'll drive 15 minutes and do it for cheap. But after that, I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. Absolutely. We did Keep Your Distance Comedy. We did over 100 comedians in a little over six or almost a year. A hundred, Kevin? That's amazing. A hundred. And you paid Less all than, the people. I paid all the people. A lot of them didn't think that they were going to get paid or were willing to fly themselves out. And we didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't do that for everybody. Some people were in town. Yeah. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, less than 10 met these qualifications that were hungry. <laughs> no, literally. Less than 10, forget being good on stage. Less yeah. than 10 are on social media with over 300,000 followers. 300,000 is a lot of followers. It is a lot. There's, I can almost tell you, if I had a whole list of everybody, I could almost tell you who, who had them. Give me one second. But that's the thing. You weren't using them per se. No, Per I se for the purposes of, now, not say that them marketing it definitely helps. Yeah. To get people to watch the stream but that wasn't your main intention your intention was i want to introduce more stand-up comedians to a broader audience absolutely but i've been hit up by promoters like who who you got that's funny on stage and has over 200,000 300 there's not that many people who have that many followers there's a lot of people who are great on stage Mm -hmm. but they have three two three hundred thousand that's a lot well a lot of times these clubs be lazy Oh, oh, yeah. They're like, you want us to promote the show that's happening at our club and other than the flyer that's on the outside of the building? That's another part of the game that's changed. Before, the club had notoriety or you were on something on TV. You were on The Tonight Show back in the day. You were on Comedy Central. You was on Comic View. Now, there's nothing... Netflix is probably the biggest thing. Yeah. But people don't just because you're on Netflix isn't enough of a reason because there's right. too many things on Netflix, right? There's hundreds of comedy specials on Netflix. It's not a guarantee that just because you're on Netflix that, that people gonna, will even see it. Yeah. yeah. That's what people are like. Why don't you get a special on Netflix? Honestly, guys, if I had a special on Netflix and it wasn't promoted like Chappelle's, like that's the thing. If it's not promoted, I would still have to tell you it's on there. This is what I mean by the comedy clubs. They're not going to do the work. Netflix will buy billboards. Billboards. uh, Even without putting the comedy special at the top of the, you know, the whatever you call it, the, you know, banner, the banner, the the, the front page of Netflix is still marketing. Yes. But uh, they still them Dave Chappelle things. They was marketing that everywhere. Everywhere. If If I had a special on there right now and I never told you, and it wasn't uh, pushed to you, you would have no idea. I don't even know how to find stuff on Netflix unless Netflix tells me this is what you need to find. If Netflix tells me or if Angel, Josh, a friend of mine says, go watch this. Oh, then Netflix already knows and they're showing it to me. Right. They're like, I, we're pretty sure she knows this person. Go ahead and put it in her queue of something that she would want to watch. Hey, Angel got the name of the uh, special for you, too. What? Don't you do it. Say yama, Kev on stage. Yeah. Because it'll be sponsored yeah. by Gavel. Bevel. Yeah. We yeah. No, we don't. I just thought it was. Why would you be upset? You should no, be I like. Just was like, I'm completely. I thought we did three spots. We did four, and that would be crazy if we were up to five. I'd be like, we are killing it here. <laughs> and here's like, the thing wait. we're not even doing topics anymore. We're just going to do ads. <laughs> we're only talking just to segue into the next ad. 
But uh, yeah, no, Tommy, uh, bless his heart. That just, but you, like you said, the tide has changed, and I do still feel like that there are, there are definitely a lot of old head comedians. So I don't want to try to label all of them that really can see the value yeah. that the younger generation is bringing in and can see that though the hustle is different, it's still a hustle and they can appreciate the way that younger comedians have had to make their own lane and how much success they're having at it. But there is also a nice amount of old head stand-up comedians that really have a hard time embracing that things have changed. Mm-hmm. And that even though they do have several years of hard work in the industry and that they have worked really hard to like hone their craft, that the industry has changed so much that what they bring to the table is not seen as valuable as it was before. And that can hurt. And so I'm not I'm not saying that I don't understand like being like, wait a minute, how the heck? Is this happening? Well, it's not even just comedy. Did uh, I watched the This Is Pop documentary about boys to men? Oh, it was about pop music, but there was almost an episode uh, almost I, exclusively about boys to men. Did you see it? I watched it on the plane, yeah. And they were like, dog, we was oh. in arenas, and next thing you know, we're at Buffalo Bob's it wing It was place. so sad. It was and so sad. <laughs> Ten people. <laughs> Ten people out there, and they're like, yo, what have we done? But think about it, like, the 90s, 94, 91. Yeah. 91 was... 30 years ago. Yeah. 30. Yeah. The people who are your fans who remember that, they might not be on social media. Yeah. If the club's not saying, hey, you remember Living Color? Mm-hmm. That's a long time ago. It was a long time they ago. They can't do what they want to do anymore. And sometimes it, it, and it's unfortunate because sometimes they don't jump on the bandwagon fast enough. Mm. They're very resistant, and they could have jumped. They could have drove the wave right on Oh, yeah, right they, they underestimated it. the internet. But that, that always happens. Yes. The newspaper didn't believe the internet was going to unseat them. They were like, man, classifieds. You know, classifieds is like the main thing mm-hmm. that pay for all them bills. Classifieds yeah. and uh, advertisers. Yeah. People's like, how are you going to find jobs without the classified? Trust me. Monster.com. There's going to be a way. Yeah. But when you are the established industry. Yes. It's hard to think somebody's going to unseat you. The hotel industry was like, man, Airbnb. Now Airbnb is so expensive that the hotel is yeah. actually cheaper again. Right, it Same is. thing with Uber. Uber done got so expensive, a rental car is actually cheaper yes. than doing it. But them industries never think we should be the ones no, at the forefront. No. The taxi industry don't think the Uber's going to take them over until it has already happened. Mm-hmm. So you got to be watching and waiting. And, and everything's got to be a viable threat. Yes. And there's very few people. Very few people or companies who who see that it did actually make me feel good because I was like, man, I'm really glad that I don't have to be, you know, in a position where I'm like, this is my shot because it usually ain't going to be your shot. Mm -hmm. You know, like by the grace of God and by the support of the people, we've been selling out. When I say y'all showing up, these people are coming Far and wide. Man, you know Not only from the city that we're in. Because it tells jokes. Yes, he does. Huh. He loves black love. Supports black women. His name is Kevon Stage. Uh. I don't say folk in there because people are like, why aren't you saying folk? It matches with joke. No, that's not what I'm doing. No, you're not. I'm telling the story I want to tell. You're right, Angel. As the songwriter, you've been doing that. And yes. that's also... Think about the Kevin State Studios app, and we're going to close after this, amen? Fun we don't even app. have a marketing budget yet. 
I know. I asked at the meeting. It's, it's we all the budget we have is to get the content made. Come on, and to get the building made. Mm-hmm. We literally. I'm gonna just share some y'all some real numbers so y'all can understand. Real we, numbers. Let's go. These are not fake numbers. I'm gonna tell y'all what we go through with not no fake. outside financing, and this is the reason why I have seven thousand shows this year. Yes, it's probably yep. Mm-hmm. We had a meet. We had a challenge show shoot. Right. We was trying to figure out how to cool the studio down. Oh, right? Jesus. We, hot. We was like, Tony Valentino was like, we going to try uh, little portable air conditioners. And we going to blow them when we cut. He likes gonna misery. cool it down. Right? Because it's out in the valley. He likes Traditionally misery. hot. It, it was. Hell. It was so hot that we as talent were Almost to the point where our ability to be funny was compromised. Mm-hmm. It was so uncomfortably hot. Ball sweat everywhere. I had on vegan leather pants. Small of the back oh, sweat. It was so, so bad. Little beads running down your back. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, air conditioner, Josh. One unit, mm-hmm. 30 grand. What? One. Okay, that's includes, that yeah. includes electrical, and that's just one side of the studio. Yeah. Other side. 30 grand. 30 grand. We gotta get two. You can't. You, you can't be. You can't be hot on both sides, Josh. You can't just like no. blow it like this. Walk it. Come on, guys. So it comes it. down to: Do we spend thirty grand on commercials, paid media, or do we cool the building down so we can actually make the content? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what happens when you ain't got no outside financing. Now we go out and say, "Hey, man, give me a million dollars," and you know, Shark Tank. Hey, man, I give you, Shark give me a mil- million dollars, and I give you thirty percent. Sure, but now you got to answer to some people, and you might just end up becoming just another thing that ain't black the way we want. So, I lost my train of thought because I thought about the AC. Let me tell you, you're transparent with numbers. This is so off topic, but I couldn't remember the word Shark Tank yesterday, the name of the show. And it just, when you said it, I was like, God damn. I was wondering why you said Shark Tank like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was making a joke and couldn't remember the name. I was like, the people where you sell your, your, your business. Thank you. Go ahead. Wait, how much is the bill going to go up then with that AC? I don't know, Josh. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. We don't have to run it all the time in there, but if you're going to be shooting in there, because the other thing about it is you can't, the other, before we got this building, they just had fans everywhere because they're not shooting. Yeah. But when you are shooting, you have to cool the building down and it has to be quiet. So you have to basically, Greg said, the guy's like, you got to get the Cadillac of air conditioners Mm -hmm. because it has to be big enough to cool that huge space, but also quiet enough to be able to shoot with it on. Yeah. And that's what makes things expensive and we tried y'all we okay. tried to do it with them little fans and stuff it was it was hot mm-hmm. so anyway y'all get the app get the kev on stage the app. get the app it's for people get the who Patreon. are like mm-hmm. give give as much as you can give because i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen it's gonna work it's gonna work oh it's gonna work and the people who are on the patreon most of them got the app it's gonna work and then people gonna be like man and i was the reason and you gonna be the keep going i'm you're gonna be the reason that it worked uh-huh or it fails and you're gonna be the reason that it failed and uh what did that guy say when we were shooting the food show he said um Oh yeah! We want to give you an opportunity to align your dollars with your, your values, yeah, with your morals, with well, your you, morals. So if you really, we, we always yeah. saying, "Come on, 
Black people don't stick together. Come on. We got to support our own. We got to right. invest in what we want to uh-huh. see. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am just off. I'm, align your dollars with your values. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hulu, Live Sports, Peacock, Netflix. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then when we don't win them awards and we don't see them black face or we don't see them plus size women or them dark skinned black people or new talented people. And when you complain, are you complaining when there's something you can do about it? Mm-hmm. Why would you complain when there's something you can do about mm-hmm. it? You can Come on. Too. There's something you can do about it. Kev on stage. And look at the content. Is it all me? Mm-mm, it's not. It ain't all me. Is, have I been delivering on what I said? Yes, you have. Have black women had their own show? One of the first show black women? Yes, it was. Huh? It was me. It was you. It was Keisha. Yes, yeah, Keisha. Yeah. It was Keisha. Get the Kev on stage up. What you doing? It's for people who are black. But I honestly thank y'all because you're watching this podcast. You're likely on the app. You're supporting. You're on Patreon. I appreciate you. But if you ain't, look yourself in the mirror. It's for people who are black. I'm out of here. That's my comedian. I'm going to stick with Kev on stage. Come on. All right. I love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Patreon. Love hours later. Rest of y'all. Kevin Stay. Bonus episode later this week. I believe Saturday. Yes, Saturday. It's the only day we can because Saturday. We are doing eight shows in different cities. All right, y'all. Bye bye. His name is Kevin Stay. He tells jokes. I was just. He loves black women. I was was ignoring it. black women. His name is Kevin Stage. He tells jokes. Come on out, George Black Love. See women now who wants black women. His name is Kevin. I saw it in the comments. (laughs) I saw it in the comments and I was just like, nope, nope. Oh, you thought I wasn't gonna see that? I was I was hoping you would look. Josh, can you have me my bag? I, my lips are dry. I'm sorry, Josh. He tells jokes. So just so y'all know what the parts are. Kev on stage. Tell jokes. Not you teaching part. Support black women. Yeah. Kev on stage. Or, you know, Kev on stage. There you go, Soprano. Yeah. Tell jokes. The tenors don't sing this. This is a women's choir song. No, I got one for tenors. Boy, black women. Kev on stage. Okay, now the tenors are more in the like traditional gospel sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want y'all to really like you're gonna hold it down. Um, uh, what did I have? Why are you really doing this? Why, why are you really teaching parts? Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to, but you're gonna go so down, y'all gonna be doing something like da 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 da. Kev on stage. Okay. I just gotta come up with the words right there. Ba da 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 Like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, it's getting recorded.
I already have someone working on the instrumental. Do you really? <laughs> but one time I don't want you to be my unruly cousin. Oh, this is great. Be ruly. <laughs> but Tiki said me trying to learn my part. <laughs> that yes. is such a black church thing. Yes. Kev on stage. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> Kev on stage. Kev on stage. That's how they do it. Sopranos, Kev on stage. Altos, Kev on stage. Yes. Tenors, Kev, Kev on stage. Right there. Come Stay on. right there. You're Kev flat. on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I hated choir rehearsal. <laughs> when they used to go one by one, somebody's off. You. No, no don't come down me. to me. It is me. I just, I'll tell you now. <laughs> I'll tell you now, you know, don't, don't go and don't go and find me out. I'll tell you, it's me. I used to have to have somebody who sing good stand behind me. You sing it to my ear and then I'll, I'll, I'll match you. I got, I got the words. Your flag, your flag. Get the Kev on stage. At ah! It's for people who are black. Ah! <laughs> Get the Kev on stage. I'm all Kev in now. On stage. You don't have no break now. Get the on stage on Come on, man. It's, it's for, for people, people who are black. <laughs> Get, Get the Kevon stage on Come on. Come on. Get the Kevon stage on It's for people who are black. Get the Josh is like, in Latinx. <laughs> I love it. Why he tells you are welcome to. Why he tells join us. Yes. We should do it all the way through so someone can clip it and flip it. Yes. Yes. Kev yes. on stage. <laughs> Lean into it, Kev. Uh, not going to stop. Oh, I sure is that. Hey, this is stop. joy. This is joy. This is my zone of genius. Let's go. <laughs> Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Fire. Uh, uh, uh. Here's another bang of fire. Uh, with my boy Kevin Stays. And that chick angel.